guys, welcome back to another episode of the Hello World podcast. Today, a rough idea of what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about the usage of, the increased usage of um, artificial intelligence or AI as it is commonly known in multiple aspects of our lives, whether from legislature or policing, and as well as the biases and faults that current AI seem to be showing. So yeah, um, this whole idea started when Neha wanted to talk about how AI... Um, have shown certain racial biases because obviously the people coding them have, however, internalized certain racial biases, which we all have and are working on, but have somehow made it through and transferred to an AI and how basically we expect robots to be more perfect than humans when in reality we've made them. one more thing that you said that it's not actually people who are coding them it's basically uh, like all the data that has been collected and the direction that has been sent by people and in the end like so like the article ends on this very strong note right that um, uh, that basically people like a lot of this uh, so the image recognition software wasn't like recognizing African American uh, African American pictures and names uh, and like it was like it was surrounded all, all, all the data that was there for them was surrounded by more unpleasant and and it typically says that like it's not because they're unpleasant it's just because people on the internet write and say horrible things about them um, also, right so it's just that the data that data set is collected with that particular knowledge so like uh, it is trained uh, it like it it becomes like a byproduct of our opinions about a certain amount of people yeah um, even with like hello yeah, go ahead yeah, no, not about uh, about what you said about the data being in that zone of like the negativity. But also, I think uh, what Dia said about the programmers, you know, uh, unnoticed or I mean, internalized biases coming to check is, I mean, this is a problem in research everywhere, right? You, your, uh, what do you call it? Your focus group, you decide, like anyone who's doing research, Mm-hmm. You decide your focus group. So, I mean, this is very similar to what the programmers are doing. So, where, like, what, what do you call it, what direction they push their AI in, or, you know, even to collect the statistics, they'll have to write a line of code, right? And where the statistics come from and what sort of, um, what, what do you call it, what order they're putting it in, all of that is still something that the programmers are doing. No, and another thing that I wanted to sort of bring up is that, no, I didn't mean, of course, of course, like, there's, I think maybe 2% of this is the coder, it's themselves internal bias, but it is very much um, society, right? Yeah. But we're treating AI as superior simply because it goes through things faster, right? Yes, yes, yeah. Um, But it is, at the end of the day, we made it. So it is unrealistic to expect it to be better than us at this stage. Malay, what do you think? Uh, I think like putting this on the coder is not fair. That is what my perspective is. Because yeah. see, once like 
obviously the coder isn't trying to consciously put in the bias that we all agree on but yes, yes. once the bias shows up you know it's not that easy to fix it because we are talking about unknowns that are unknown here like we don't know what we don't know yeah yeah and yeah. like i don't know if you know how deep learning works but it's not like you give it a certain data and then it gives you the output you give it yeah, everything yeah. you have like so yeah. if it is a database you don't like give like one column of the database and say that give me the output you give it everything yeah. you have and it learns mm-hmm. on its own yeah it's no, very much like it's not on so go on go on it's okay yeah no of course it's not on the code the what i meant was it's still made by humans right so we should still give it sort of benefit of the doubt it is we always right and we will sort of uh, at least currently with ai and with all sorts of you know facial recognition software all of those is that we tend to believe that it's correct no matter what because we assume that it doesn't have its own bias only what i was saying was because it's made by humans i think it would be safe for society at large to give it that sort of uh, benefit of the doubt to know that that will still have some biases because again it's made by humans and those biases transfer yeah yeah mane um none of us are trying to say that it's completely the coder's fault obviously we're saying that because the coder has coded it to take into account current society of course the negatives and the positives of current society will show through yeah we're trying to look at is the idea of just in current day and this is something that a lot of us like we really trust um machine statistics mhm considered a cut above right yeah and what um what what seems to be popping up currently is this very difficult decision that we i mean not decision but like thought process that we have to go through where we might we need to confront the fact that it's not perfect yeah so yeah. like you're talking about ai it's nowhere close to perfect right now mm-hmm. cuz i mean just look at uh, like biases in humans themselves okay so if there wasn't an ai and uh, so if if a white cop was uh, like responsible for finding out who the criminal was instead of the ai what do you think the bias would be there would it be greater or less than it is in the ai no it would be greater but also there be more uh, room for rec- uh, sorry correction and easier room for correction because you know that i mean once you've done like a thorough study on the cop and the sort of history it's kind of possible to get to know where they're at in terms of their racism or in terms of whatever bias that they have mm. so it would be easier to correct so you would know that and even now i mean we are just me and they are please we're talking about society's assumptions about ai and what belief they have in it so the we like if the cop did something like this we just you know assume that it's a cop that has some biases and of course if the justice system was perfect which it isn't it would go through like a more fairer system but with ai you already assume that it's completely fair so you don't yeah. give it that sort of uh, scrutiny that you would give a human being and it's also mm. that the thing is again with a human I can find out whether that cop was born when he went to school like in his yearbook pictures I can really go through and try to find the core of his being but as as a lay person if an AI made a mistake who do I point a finger at you know yeah, yeah and okay. even if you can like you said mala it's very difficult to correct as well na so where how do you know where the AI got its bias from and how you, it can be corrected 
Yeah, and you but Neha, you, because it's not the quota's fault. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. But Neha, you brought up fairness. So, like, yeah. how how do you define fairness in terms of for the AI? Like, is it giving equal like white as black race should like the individual should be equal? Or like the same level of risk should be. I think there's a little bit of uh, accountability factor also in between, right? That who, which, because a lot of um, like who uh, created the particular algo or who created that particular AI in the first. So I think that would like invite itself into the whole uh, fairness argument. It's also the idea of like equity over equality, like the sense of there are. There's positive discrimination in place as well, right? Like it's 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 a it's a larger argument than just AI. We're facing it at almost every level, which is that you yeah, can they- you cannot blanket give these rules for everyone. There are some, of course, mm-hmm. that apply to everyone. Yeah. But certain legislature must take into account the yeah. differences and disadvantages that each race has, for sure. You know what I mean? No, I'm not. Uh, in reply to what you asked, yeah. uh, I think before fairness, there must come, you know, at least visibility. So just like in terms of collecting the statistics, I think, uh, for example, I'll give you like, like I said, this is an older research question that has been there, right? Cognitive bias has been there for centuries. Yeah. Now, for example, before, uh, we still can't tell uh, completely the symptoms for, uh, I mean, the heart attack in women are more difficult to sort of catch when they are getting it than men because the symptoms are slightly different. But we can't catch it now because when they were being researched, the focus group was mostly male. And it's the same with a lot of things, right? Medicine and economy uh, and all of that. Autism most noticeably has that problem where female cases of autism display, hello? Yes. Display yes. vastly different symptoms than um, males and because all these test subjects and treatment was initially done on males, women get identified way, way later because they get much better at masking, right? As time goes on. Yeah, you just say that you know this girl talks a lot, or, you know, stuff like that. You brush it off, but it's still not something that's recognized in medicine. Yeah, Male, I define fairness as something that needs to have a lot of nuance behind it. Yeah. Very few blanket rules, right? And you need to be able to hear out everyone. I think that's... Honestly, I think fairness is letting the other person finish, ironically. Like, letting them put their point across. See, even if you put let them put their point across, so, in like, think think in terms of an AI. How, how do you... Like, I agree that fairness is very nuanced. But at the same time, bringing that level of nuance into a, into a algorithm is complex as well, I mean. No, of course it is, but I think maybe AI here, like there is room for much more improvement in AI than, of course, there is in human society because you can still uh, program it to be fairer than a human could, like hypothetically. Yeah, but that that is the problem itself, right? So when you are, so imagine you are making an AI and then you like program it according to the definition of fairness in your head. Yeah. But then that somehow results in discriminating against some race somehow. Okay, you don't know how that came in because you, like you even consciously not don't know what bias you have. Yeah. So then how do you solve that? 
I think you solve that by so you know like um, I think you have to put in place like the three laws, right? Do you know what I mean? The three laws of robotics is that what you're talking about? Yeah, something similar, but in terms of um, intellect. I mean, we are we are bordering like science fiction here, but AIs don't have you know consciousness, so. It's not like the AI is actually thinking. Ki, oh, I'm looking at this data. It's it's it can't see the out bigger picture. Okay, it. Yeah, it, but can't you apply? Sorry, this is again completely sci-fi, and you can shoot me down and tell me I'm on the wrong track completely. But is there any way that you can incorporate like, where you can em- employ certain conditions where if this variable exists, then consider this, this, this. Yeah, no, you can do that. But when you're talking about the three laws of robotics. Uh, mm-hmm. so see that that assumes that the ai is like smart enough to know what a human is no 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 i'm not can you give apply like a blanket. summary of the three laws just for the wait i'll yeah I'll, I'll give a summary and just to clarify i'm not saying that the three laws of robotics be applied blanket onto an no no AI. no I, I get that what i am like coming at is so first of all, the three laws are that a robot may not injure a, hum- a human being or through an action allow a human being to come to harm. Uh, the other two. A robot must obey the orders given to it by human beings except where such orders orders with, the first law. with the first law. And, and a, a robot ro- must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second laws. Yeah. So now, I I agree that these are not like we are not talking about exactly applying these laws to AI, but what I think what you are coming at is you want to you want such system to exist for an AI, right? Yes. See the thing is we can obviously we can but not right now I don't think so because that for that the AI needs to know it needs to have a bigger picture it needs to know that it's looking at the world. For right now, the AI, the world is the data that you give it, give to it. Okay. So it doesn't know what a bias is. Hmm. It itself doesn't know what a bias is because that's all the data it knows. Yeah, it's also it's dependent on like the data we give to it. Right, there are two kinds. There's like the the basically it's this uh, line between big data and AI, right? So when you give that big data. You're basically giving them a huge set. It's called a data set, okay? And there are two types. There's an untrained data set and there's a trained data set, right? An untrained data set is going to be where you're given the variables and then it can uh, analyze and understand from those variables. Where a trained data set already has those variables set in and it just wants the algorithm to make those connections. Okay. So, like, um, I, I think this, this was an example. It was just like that. If there is, um, uh, I think for untrained data set, if you give like a pair of uh, grapes or like a fruit basket, right, uh, it's going to, de- it's going to, I think it's going to start from detecting, uh, you, you, you're going to give it, it's going to start from detecting circle. Once it's detected circles, you're going to detect colors and then it's going to classify. Hmm. Right. But in a trained data set, you're going to give red. Uh, and this big of a circle. So it can define what like a cherry is and what is that. Okay. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, I get that. The, the main point I think today is just essentially what I, the question is that I have, and this is especially for Malay, which is that why do you think the common man considers an AI more credible than a person? Is it because specifically we think they can't think? No, I. the reason I think we hold machines more accountable is because unless and, and a higher degree as well yeah because i think we assume that you know machines won't have like a what do you say like it doesn't hold a grudge against you yeah okay it doesn't have motivations of its own yeah, yeah. so we assume that they, it would give us like a fairer outcome just because it doesn't have a grudge against us but we because often it's not selfish yeah and we often like uh, don't think about that the biases that may creep in and designing a machine yeah but then again so then my question is we've seen that ais can be biased right yeah. not through cause any fault of its own it is merely interpreting what we've given it yeah i think it's more superior when it shows exactly the same bias as we do essentially uh i think that's really part of testing it right okay because like you're training it somewhere and then you're testing it somewhere right because the nature of this kind of like algorithm nature of this bias is prediction is prediction but we're testing it at a really high stakes level for heaven's sake yeah dude because like it has the thing is that it's training for it taking a huge amount of data for training right and then taking a huge amount of data for testing For, so what happens is that obviously the training data will be bigger than the testing data but they both will have they will compare the algorithms of both to see which one worked better and which one worked how are you proposing so I, errors no, that ai makes or it's learning curve somewhat but ideally it should have not ideally it should not, should not have had that bias right hmm. but no, like also uh, yeah go ahead coming back to what uh, mother said about is there a way for like if i were to or if we were to design any how would we make it fairer because we don't know our own biases mm-hmm. i think i've been thinking about it and i think the most like the most obvious solution now mm-hmm. is the same solution as there is to uh, you know remove biases from law making or from legislature or from all of that is to include more diversity in the mix yeah so yeah yeah testing yeah. tested at a beta level where there is obviously more diversity and where yeah. the people for example the maker has a bias against get them to the table and get them to talk and hear them out so then i think that would be a more sort of all round it still wouldn't be perfect and also like mm-hmm. like include a certain level of like record or like a stenographer so the ai can yes. record the conversation and yeah. understand you know but maybe that like i remember there was there was this really fun that border on conscious border on what sorry on giving i mean sort of uh, have the ai having a conscious bank um no i think it would probably analyze the patterns and um, do some research if possible on the subjects that are brought up in a conversation hmm. because again what we're trying to do at this point is i think mechanize something that we can compare to our own methods of thinking right the ai is nowhere yeah. having a consciousness as of right now but we're trying to get it to mimic it as closely as possible to make like the perfect human judgment you know 
Mother, what do you think? I uh, so yeah, I don't think we are like trying to mimic consciousness at this stage. So think about an AI which has which isn't likely to have a bias. Okay, so for example, the mm-hmm. Tesla self-driving AI. Okay, so it it isn't supposed to bias have a bias say against like white white people and black people because where would that come in from? So in that places, uh, the AI is much better than what we do. So like, AI drivers are much better than human drivers, which I think is also contributing to the you know uh, us trusting the AI more. Yeah, yeah. Because we think all AI is same, which it really isn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guys, this is a question that I want to ask you. Do you guys think that we trust AI or machines more because they don't have a conscience? Like because they can't like again. I I personally, for me personally, I feel AI is so whatever an AI is trained to do, it will do way better than a human, and way faster. So as dude, half of the time we don't even know if we're like placing trust in AI because we don't know what how much of AI is behind what. Yeah, exactly that too. I think very plainly, actually, the reason why we place AI um as high up as we do. is current society places an immense amount of credibility and um sound logic in mathematics and statistics right yeah and ais are programmed to have amazing abilities to have control and exert control on both of those um avenues right yeah yeah, yeah. because statistics currently like are even in arguments statistics are deal breakers right yeah Statistics strengthen your argument, and if an AI, AIs are literally programmed to use them, like most of their knowledge comes from statistics. So we take everything they say as gospel truth at times because we believe that they have so much mathematics backing it, you know. Yeah. And currently, we place numbers at a much higher level than than personal or oral re- like accounts, right? Because we believe that. If a person is saying something, we basically believe numbers can't be biased; that numbers don't lie. Yeah. Yeah, but then we also have to look at where the numbers are coming from. Exactly. exactly. That's, that's yeah. another point I had, which is that at at this level, the sad truth is, as long as we keep taking statistics, we will still, at some level, incorporate a human bias because those statistics are being procured by humans. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think And, until it's possible for. Any sort of software to gain all knowledge, like everywhere, we yeah. will not have a completely unbiased. And then it also becomes a process of power, right? Like who is given access to these massive amounts of bio data, right? Yeah, and like like the whole ethics of it also. Exactly. Like who gets to and yeah. why? It's and also what good. What will it do with it? Yeah, and it's also like I think there have been a lot of reports. I haven't done enough research on this, but of of um, facial identification being used in protests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. I read about that. So I think it's also very important for legislature to step the fuck up <laughs> because the technology side of it is is evolving so fast that I feel like legislature can't keep up. We are being violated yeah. in many more ways just because the people who are making our laws never factored in that this could be a possibility. Yeah. yeah, the sad thing is, until and unless something bad happens, we don't have a law for that. Hmm. 
I think that's, but I think that's also like, um, I think that depends. Like, for example, in 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 India, right? Yeah. Women got the right to vote straight off the bat. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But wasn't a lot I of mean, very sophisticated countries hadn't. Sweden hadn't. Um, a lot of a lot of Scandinavian countries didn't give women the right to vote. We got it straight off the bat. And of course, that was because we saw that other countries went through these movements. But we decided to be better than those who had ruled us, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, uh, sometimes yeah. it's very regional, right? Like, that something bad might not have happened here, but it's still important that we include that in our legislature. But that something bad has to happen somewhere, right? Hmm. Yeah, all ideas are a rejection of another idea, or like a conflict. Exactly. So I think that's, I think, I think it's just scary because we, as a, as a species, have, and I think like it was really funny when Malay brought up like sci-fi, <laughs> when in reality I think sci-fi has influenced so much of, like like mobile phones for example. That was big time. Like Star Wars, dude, if Star Wars hadn't thought of it, like a lot of things are, are, a lot of things that currently shape our reality were initially thought of by people who did not even consider that reality coming true. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah. Fun fact. Oh, forget the kinder. The atom bomb is... Uh, like, it has been inspired from science fiction. Love yeah, it. so I think, like... So, like, people like Isaac Asimov, right? Like Yeah, Keith, Asimov, yeah. It's not... These are groundbreaking, really good, log- logically sound pieces that came from complete fiction. Yeah. That might now fa- like shape our future. But also, so has all invention that that was like all invention comes from imagination, right? You a problem, or you don't, or you see a possibility, and then yeah. you're like, "What if this sort of happened?" So, in a very basic sense, that is also science fiction. Yeah, I'm just saying you can't discredit science fiction as a point in... Uh, oh, yes, yeah. yeah. Like, so me bringing up the three laws of robotics and then Mala saying it's science fiction mm. uh, is interesting because there's a lot of implications there, right? That sci-fi cannot influence reality. I that would be I, I, I still would I still would agree with what I said that we can't... We should not bring in science fiction to real life because those... So that theory of like the, let's say the three laws of robotics, right? Mm -hmm. While they are sound, they were made for the plot. Okay. But everything we make is for something. Yeah. So do you really want the laws of the AI that guide you to be coming from a plot that someone wrote? No, but I think it's a good place to start. I'm not saying it's the final product. But you can't discount yeah, reasonable inspiration. See, what I feel is that we should be learning from what ha- what like the sci-fi writers write about. So if they're writing about something going wrong, we should be thinking about why it went wrong in the first place. Hmm. And th- that is what we should draw from sci-fi, not the actual like nuances of the technology. Hmm. Why not both? Are they so contradictory? No, they're not contradictory, but like, it's just, it's just weird for me to think about that you are using something which was a story, which, which had to have a plot. It couldn't have been real life, right? Yeah. 
I mean, mm. then it wouldn't appeal to anyone if it was real life. If I'm talking about science fiction, and I'm not talking about stories in general. Yeah, so that is why I don't think that stuff from sci. Actually, I'll cut this part out. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, 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 you make valid points. It it makes sense. I'm just not sure whether I agree or disagree. I think I'm leaning towards disagree, but I don't have enough points to substantiate my argument. Yeah. But I definitely. No, I- I think that I mean, while it does make sense, again I come back to like we have to start somewhere, na? Like as Dia said. So I feel like it's fair to like get ideas from science fiction. Yeah, not that's implemented directly off the bat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I was saying. Yeah, exactly. Acha, fine. <laughs> no, and another thing I remember studying about, and this is I've been made fun of this for already, but in school. an unseen passage we had was about elon musk applying applying what is called first principle thinking hmm. which is that you must imagine a solution and then work towards it because if you only take into account current realities you will not be able to move past current realities yeah i think that's the basic gist of first principle thinking let me just google it real quick i'm not sure it has Yeah, is basically the practice yeah. of questioning every assumption you think you know about a problem or scenario, and then creating new knowledge and solutions from scratch. Essentially, moving past what you think you know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Ha. Okay. Good. Good talk, guys. अच्छा outro करना है अभी. यार, I can't even see the outro. क्या ज़रूरत है outro की? काट दो ना. काट दो क्या जरूरत है आउटरो की